everyone. Welcome to the Bulletproof Hygiene Podcast, where mistakes are welcome, nothing is off limits, and growth is inevitable. I am Sharissa Wood. I'm Brittany Simon. And we are putting our brains together to bring you the tools you need to elevate your hygiene practice, build amazing team culture, and provide patients with the very best care. Our mission is to help empower and equip every hygienist to practice purposeful, profitable hygiene. We look to guide you on your journey towards career fulfillment by providing support, collaboration, and community to our profession. As two of the top producing hygienists in the country, we know firsthand that these things lead to sustainable and fulfilling practice and the happy side effect of high profitability. So let's get to it. to our faithful listeners. Welcome to another week of Bulletproof Hygiene Podcast. Brittany and I are uh, glad to be joining you today. We We are going to be discussing the benefits of xylitol use in dentistry. And I think, honestly, this is a really exciting topic in light of our efforts as hygienists to practice true prevention. The studies out there are numerous and the data is strong. Xylitol can be of great benefit to our patients. Um, honestly, we've been using xylitol products in our practice for several years, but as I studied up for this episode, I learned a lot of new information and facts that have honestly rekindled my recommendations for xylitol use on a regular basis for my patients, especially those with high decay rates and those with periodontal disease. So before we dig in too much, I wanted to start with exploring what exactly xylitol is. So xylitol is a colorless or white crystalline solid that is soluble in water. It is used as a sugar substitute that can be classified as a polyalcohol and a sugar alcohol. It's found in plant materials, including many fruits and vegetables. And actually the human body makes about five to 10 grams of xylitol each day in the metabolism of carbohydrates. Xylitol's crystalline form looks and tastes like table sugar, but contains only 2.4 calories per gram providing 40% fewer calories than other carbohydrates. With a glycemic index of seven, it's safe for diabetics, and it's digested as a fiber with no insulin released. It is possible but rare to have a xylitol allergy, which can result in itching, rash, swelling, and difficulty breathing. And for all of our fellow dog lovers, it's important to note that xylitol is extremely toxic to dogs, and that has more to do with how they metabolize it and that results in hypoglycemia and liver failure. So please keep away from the pups. So xylitol was first reported in the 1960s to be beneficial for diabetics. In the 70s, the first dental research demonstrated a 50% reduction in plaque levels by eating foods sweetened with xylitol. A 50% reduction in plaque levels is better than most people can achieve with a toothbrush. And as these findings spread through the dental research community, many studies were undertaken. At first, xylitol was used to replace all sugar in the diet, which, as you could imagine, resulted in a significant reduction in caries. But after a two-year study, it was clear that replacing all sugar in the diet might be difficult, might be a difficult concept to sell to a population that's addicted to sugar. So instead, researchers developed xylitol, delivered xylitol following meals and snacks in chewing gum form. Using gum sweetened only with xylitol proved to be as beneficial as complete sugar replacement. I want to say that again, because I thought that was really cool, that using gum sweetened only with xylitol proved to be as beneficial at preventing decay as complete sugar replacement. So let's get into how and why xylitol works to benefit the prevention of decay. 
As we know, one of the leading risk factors for tooth decay is Streptococcus mutans. This is the bacteria most responsible for plaque. Strep mutans ingest the glucose from our food for fuel. And in the case of xylitol, they ingest it, but it cannot be used as fuel. Instead, it acts to block their ability to absorb glucose, meaning that their energy producing pathway gets clogged and they end up dying. So in other words, when you ingest xylitol, the harmful bacteria in your mouth starve to death. In fact, a study published in the Iranian Journal of Microbiology in 2012 found that xylitol-sweetened chewing gum reduced levels of bad bacteria by 27 to 75%, while friendly bacteria levels remained constant. This is a beautiful way to manage a healthy biofilm when it comes to decay prevention. Xylitol also interferes with the bacteria's ability to produce acid, and we know that pH is a big part of the decay process. It's really the catalyst. So xylitol has been shown to block communication between bacteria, so they stop producing the polysaccharide slime that holds the biofilm together, meaning it can no longer stick to the tooth. It just slides off. Mm -hmm. Lastly, it actually raises the pH of the mouth. As we know, cariogenic bacteria prefer living in a low pH environment and produce the acid that demineralizes enamel. But in the presence of xylitol, the bacteria stop producing acid and the polysaccharide slime that holds those biofilm together means they slide off the teeth. In the presence of sugar, bacteria thrive, produce acid, and stick to the teeth. So clearly, this is sounding like a really good fit for what we need for our patients. There were some animal studies done in the early 2000s, suggesting that xylitol may increase absorption of calcium in your digestive system, protecting against osteoporosis and strengthening your teeth. As if the dental benefits of xylitol weren't enough already, research has shown that the use of xylitol also helps repair damage to the enamel. Saliva actually contains all the components needed to repair early cavities, and xylitol helps increase saliva production. After using xylitol products, the concentration of basic amino acids and ammonia in saliva and plaque may rise, and the plaque pH rises as well. When the pH is above 7, calcium and phosphate salts in saliva start to move into those parts of enamel that are weak. That means the soft, calcium-deficient enamel begins to harden. Studies show that consuming 5 grams of xylitol every day can give you these dental benefits. And this is a really simple thing to accomplish when you add xylitol products to your dental regimen. So there are multiple companies that offer an array of xylitol products. Um, I know there's Spry, there's Sclear, there's Boost. There's a lot of different companies out there. And then there's a lot of different products. So they've got toothpaste, mouthwashes, chewing gums, candies, and more. And so getting the recommended five grams of xylitol per day is honestly pretty easy. And in our practice, we're big fans of carry-free. Uh, we use the carry-free 5,000 gel and the um, maintenance rinse. And then we also carry spry gum and candies in the practice. So if you have a patient that is using, you know, maybe a fluoride gel at night before they go to bed that has the xylitol in it. If you have a patient that's using perio trays, you know, they have the perio gel X that has the xylitol in it. And then they throw a, a few pieces of gum or candy with the xylitol in it. You've got your five exposures a day. Hey, Bulletproof Hygiene listeners, we have some big, exciting news. We are proud to announce that our 2022 summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee, June 3rd and 4th. 
Come join us for a weekend of growth, learning, and collaboration. We'll be taking deep dives into team culture, leadership, hygiene systems, and patient care and education that bring fulfillment, career success, and practice profitability. This course has the potential to change the trajectory of your career and help you practice at the top of your game. If you missed us in 2021, trust us, you don't want to miss this. Visit BulletproofSummit.com to get all the details and observe your spot. We can't wait to see you there. It's important to note that not all xylitol gums are the same. So chewing gum comparisons showed that 100% xylitol sweetened chewing gum reduced plaque accumulation significantly better than 100% sorbitol sweetened gum and better than a gum sweetened by both xylitol and sorbitol. Sorbitol can be metabolized by bacteria to produce acid. Therefore, adding sorbitol to chewing gum sweetened with xylitol will significantly reduce the benefits of the xylitol. A three-year study in Hungary among nearly 700 students showed that xylitol sweetened candy eaten several times a day reduced the incidence of caries better than fluoridated toothpaste or fluoride in milk. And I thought that was really interesting. You know, we've, we've, you know, leaned on fluoride for a long time. And we have a lot of patients now that are not comfortable using fluoride or they've got thyroid issues and, you know, their doctors have have instructed them not to use fluoride. So xylitol is a really smart way to go for those patients. Um, There was another long-term study that was conducted by faculty from the University of Michigan in Belize. This was a 40-month study conducted in the early 1990s, and it included nearly 1,300 students. Several different chewing gums were tested with the 100% xylitol sweetened gum providing the greatest reduction in tooth decay at 73%. Numerous published studies report caries reduction from 21% to 85%, presenting a significant gap between reports, but numerous published studies report caries reduction from 21% to 85%. So the differences in the study outcomes are attributed to many aspects of the study design. Subjects with low caries experience obviously are not going to demonstrate a large difference because they don't have a lot of caries to begin with. Studies using too low a concentration of xylitol, too short an exposure to xylitol, or too few exposures each day will not show significant results. The recommended dose is six to seven grams of xylitol daily, separated into three to five exposures. The gum is chewed for only five minutes, just enough to release the xylitol. And so I feel like sometimes I have those patients that I recommend it to, and they're like, oh, I hate gum. I don't like chewing gum. And I explain, it's really just a five minute after a meal. So it's not like you're, you know, chewing gum for 20 minutes. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, you get the benefits in five minutes and you can spit it out and be done. So I think obviously recommending xylitol for our high risk caries patients sounds like something worth trying. And it's as easy as recommending a toothpaste, a rinse, a gum, or candy, or like I said, even your perioprotect patients um, will, you can, they'll get exposure to xylitol by using the Periogel X. Um, But I feel like we've got to mention the other health benefits that have been shown with adding xylitol to the daily routine. And this is outside of dental. Um, Before I dig into that, Brittany, do you have any thoughts or comments on, from a dental aspect? I mean, the only thought that I'm having right now is the little excerpt about um, xylitol being more effective against, you know, fighting caries, minimizing caries prevalence than fluoride. That's a very interesting statistic. And I was not aware of that. You know, we learned a lot about 
Delta in school, I read up on it and some CE and that sort of thing, but I never like thought about the correlation or how those two kind of compare with each other. And I most definitely didn't think that that was the case, you know, so that's actually a big aha for me. And I actually am, am very, very curious about that now. And I want to do some more research and kind of see how I can make that fit in my practice. Because it's yeah. something, you know, xylitol is clearly something that I recommend for people with xerostomia um, or high carries rate, you know, just in general, but I never thought about it as, um, you know, for patients who are fluoride averse for whatever reason, like offering it to them as a potential substitute. So that's a very interesting thing to, to learn more about. Yeah. And I'm actually in the process of learning even more about this. Uh, this actually happened this week. Um, you know, we are in our practice, we're incorporating, incorporating the HR5 uh, salivary testing. And as I'm, you know, getting patients tests back and looking through those, um, Laura Hooper, who was on a previous podcast with us, is kind of coaching me through and helping me, you know, read these tests and think through and be able to kind of create the best uh, treatment plans for my patients. And she was sharing with me that she has seen huge improvements with using xylitol to address periodontal bacteria. And specifically, she was saying she's seen um, it, it reduce uh, the TF and the FN um, when, when other things can't. And I mean, I mean it, it makes sense. It makes yeah, sense because it makes it's bacteriogenic bacteria metabolize yes. it a certain way. Yeah, it would make sense that periobacteria do too, like depending on what their, you know, what their system is like and how similar they are. But that's interesting. I was also thinking that if that's what it does to bacteria, I wonder if it's like similar with dogs. Like it's just something that certain creatures can't metabolize or like, you know, it injures right. them or kills, you know. Yeah. Very interesting that we can digest it and it's, you know, safe for us and it's it works well for humans, but not for maybe other creatures. Right. Well, and it'll, you know, obviously we make it in our own body every day. So clearly it's safe for us, which is interesting that there can be allergies, but I guess it's getting too much. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I want to talk about some of the other uses for xylitol outside of dental. Um, I know that they are, there are nasal sprays. Um, Sclear makes a really great one. Um, that's been shown to reduce sinus and respiratory infections. And honestly, it's the same thing. It's just like an oral care. Xylitol helps keep bacteria from sticking to the surfaces. And that includes the nasal passages. Um, usually germs and debris enter the sinuses and can adhere to the mucous membranes and nasal tissues, which can lead to irritation and infection. So Sclear is the only sinus care line that carries nasal products containing xylitol. Their sinus care line with xylitol helps soothe and moisturize the sinuses and obviously attack those um, bacteria. Mm-hmm. Their patented nasal spray contains only xylitol, purified water, salt, and grapefruit seed extract. So it's a very natural product. Um, a big issue with mini nasal sprays is that they can create rebound congestion and what is known as nasal spray addiction. Um, A saline nasal spray with xylitol is non-addictive and can be used as often as needed and can be used safely with other medications. And it's no wonder that taking care of the mouth and the nose can help you take care of your ear canals, right? They're all connected. And one of the main causes of ear infections is the bacteria Streptococcus pneumoniae, which is closely related to strep mutans. And using different xylitol products has been shown to help children and adults that suffer from ear infections. One study in children with recurring ear infections observed that daily usage of xylitol sweetened chewing gum reduced their infection rate by 40%. So 
that's a, that's an important thing to think about. You know, when you hear parents talking about, oh, you know, I've, I've had this experience where parents come in and they're like, oh, my kid has her third ear infection this year. And, you know, that would be a good time to have that conversation about, hey, have you guys tried xylitol? You know, there's gum, there's nasal sprays, you know, just kind of educating them on the benefits of that, or at least directing them to the Google um, to see what they find and talk to their physicians about it. But I think that that's a, a helpful thing. There was another study published in Microbial in 2000 that demonstrated that xylitol also fights the yeast candida albicans. Yeah, this is just getting incredible, though, because it's antimicrobial and an anti-yeast. I'm like, holy crap, what doesn't it do? That's right. Right. That's what I say. I feel like this is kind of the magic thing. And it's sweet and tastes like sugar. Yeah, it's amazing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it fights candida albicans, which can lead, obviously, to yeast infections. Um, xylitol reduces the yeast ability again to stick to the surfaces, thereby helping to prevent yeast infections. Um, and there are some other health benefits that are currently being researched. Um, I don't know if there's definitive information on these, but these are what are being looked at right now. And it's pretty cool. Um, they find, they're finding that uh, xylitol increases production of collagen, um, which may help counteract the effects of aging on your skin. Uh, They say it's also protective against osteoporosis as it leads to increased bone volume and bone mineral content. And they've seen that in rats thus far. Um, It also feeds the friendly bacteria in your gut, acting as a soluble fiber and improving your digestive health. We know very well. This is now too good to be true, though. Like it kills the (laughs) bad bacteria and it feeds the good bacteria being digested as fiber. Like you cannot get anything better. Right. And reducing yeast because a lot of things having to do with digestive issues and leaky gut and all that stuff are like overgrowth of yeast, you know, not enough good bacteria, like that imbalance of flora. And this just seems like it's correct, helping to correct all of that. Yeah. Like in one magic sugar. Yeah, it really is. And then I know there's also, they sell it granulated. Mm -hmm. So you can use it to bake with, you can use it to add to your foods. You know, that's another way to get that exposure is, you know, put it in your coffee in the morning. Right. Um, So this, I'm just thinking in regards to this compared to fluoride as well as like fluoride, you know, fluoride toxicity is when you overdose systemically, you ingest too much fluoride, you know, topically pretty safe, you know, hard to go wrong with fluoride, but like xylitol, it sounds like you can ingest a bunch of it and it's benefiting your digestive system. And there's, I, I wonder, you know, how much it would take for this to be toxic or for this to be harmful to you. It seems like it would take a lot. So you've got the topical and the systemic digestive. Right. Like and- benefits. Well, and I want to go back to how much is enough. You know, they, they said the recommended dose is five to seven grams a day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I don't think you want to exceed that, but those are, that's pretty easy to get if you're doing it in short bursts. Like I said, um, I know Spry, we carry in our office, they sell a, a hundred count jar of gum we have. Um, so if you just, you know, keep that with you and after every meal, you just pop a piece, you know, for five minutes mm-hmm. and then use it, you know, when you rinse at night or add it to your coffee in the morning, like that was super easy to do. So yeah. Um, and, and I'll be transparent when I did my salivary testing, I came back, I do have a little bit of TF and she shared with me like that one is really, really resistant. It's hard to get rid of, but I've seen xylitol do some amazing things on that. So I'm actually thinking I'm going to start, you know, really being purposeful about adding that in for myself. Yeah. Do a study on yourself. I'm curious. Yeah, that comes yeah. Out. yeah absolutely. And, and honestly, I think that I, I am contemplating just doing, you know, I already do perio trays. But I'm thinking about just adding in the xylitol aspect and seeing, you know, retesting myself in a few weeks and just seeing, you know, if those levels change. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but I think this is really exciting stuff. I think it's easy for patients to use. Um, I think it, like I said, it tastes good. So I think we should give it a try. Um, 100%. You've, you've, you've enlightened me. <laughs> Ready. So I think it's safe to say if you haven't considered implementing xylitol in your practice, recommendations or offerings, it might be time to do so. I mean, seriously, we struggle with getting some of our patients to brush regularly. Maybe asking them to chew some gum or suck on some candies would be an easier way to help them in the prevention department. And there's a lot of great options out there. So for those of you that have been successful in this area, obviously, we would love to hear your anecdotal experience. If you have not joined our, us on our Mighty Network yet, please do so and share your stories. We Again, this is a collaboration. This is community. We want to be able to share what we're doing. And I would love to hear from those of you who have been using xylitol for a while with their patients and what you've seen and how you're going about it. And we, yeah, and we love to hear your suggestions on our Mighty Network. That's where we got our last couple of podcast topics from. So we are definitely listening and we're open to um, kind of giving back whatever y'all are interested in hearing. And we just appreciate the fact that you're here listening with us every single week. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd also really, really appreciate it. If you'd leave us a five-star review that just lets people know it makes our podcast more available to more listeners. Um, we become more, uh, more, what's the, what's the word? Like more, more accessible, more accessible to people. They just, they see us pop up on their, you know, maybe you'd like this kind of thing. So that would help us out a lot. Um, and also we really feel like we're delivering value, you know, Sharice and I are giving from our heart and our soul, doing a lot of research to make sure that we're giving you the latest and greatest. Um, so we'd really appreciate your help with that. And also please, please, please. If you want to go to the Bulletproof Summit, it is happening in Nash Vegas, as Dr. Craig calls it, uh, June 3rd and 4th of this year. And if you want more information about what that entails and registration, you can go to bulletproofsummit.com and we really hope to see you there. Yes. And, and uh, tickets are going. So if you're interested, I would get on that. Not that far away. Thank you for listening to, listening to us another week. And please come give us a shout on the Mighty Network and let's collaborate. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Bulletproof Hygiene Podcast. We hope you've had as much fun as we have. Don't forget to click subscribe for a lot more where this came from. We appreciate your support and promise to keep the hygiene gems coming. Keep track of upcoming Bulletproof Hygiene events by visiting bulletproofhygiene.com or download the Mighty Networks app and search Bulletproof Hygiene to stay connected. We want to hear from you.